Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Dr. Marketing Tips, your prescription to the answers you seek for growing your medical practice. All right. Thanks, announcer guy. Hi, everyone. This is Corey with Dr. Marketing Tips. And uh, on today's audio blog, I wanted to cover something I actually went over with a client of ours and a member of the Plus subscribership for DrMarketingTips.com. It was actually just on Monday. And she went to a health fair and won a $3,500 radio advertising package. And she was wondering kind of, you know, what to do with that. So I wanted to cover a few things as they relate to advertising on the radio. So the first thing is, how many people really listen to the radio anyway? And so I just wanted to share a quick stat with you from Arbitron. Uh, in a single week, radio reaches more than 228 million Americans. And that's uh, about 94% of everyone ages 12 and older. And that stat is not completely up to date, so I'd venture to say it's probably a little bit more. You know, with the recent onset of streaming services like Pandora and Spotify, you know, they might not reach as many people as often. But if you think about it, we still all kind of come in contact at one point or another with radio through the day. So anyway, if you're thinking about purchasing some radio ads, just a couple of quick tips to keep in mind. And uh, the first is determine your audience. Now, this includes their age, gender, where they live, um, household income, things like that. So what you should really do is if you're thinking about advertising on the radio, share that information with the sales rep from the station that you're considering because oftentimes they will have a um, plethora of stations to choose from. So if you want to reach an older population, you know, they've got like an oldie station or something like that. If you want to reach, you know, a uh, young mom, maybe there's, you know, like a pop station or a top 40 station, something like that. If you're active population, you know, there's um, there's a rock station or R&B station, something like that. So, you know, it, it varies depending on, on the message. But one thing that you really have to nail down is the exact patient that you're looking for and where they would be listening. And the, the sales rep from the station is actually pretty helpful with helping you uh, figure that out. The next tip I've got for you is to know exactly what you're buying. And I would say that one of the first rules of thumb to save money on radio advertising is to plan early and negotiate a long-term or yearly contract. Just like when you're doing a print advertising contract, there's discounts the more you run. Typically, these long-term contracts run either 13 or 26 weeks, although you can go you know, the full year if that's something that you've got the budget for, or you can even do less you know, just to kind of dip your toes in and test the water. But when you do these longer-term contracts, one of the good things is that stations will often provide discounts or value adds for clients who commit to purchasing you know, a set amount of time. So in addition to your radio ads that you get just for purchasing, you can often negotiate um, web advertising you know, on their website, banner ads and things like that. You can uh, also get reads by on-air personalities in addition to the produced commercials that you're actually doing. And um, 
one of the cool things is uh, outside of standard commercial spots, radio stations will often allow businesses to sponsor on-air features. You know, that's like when uh, right before they go to a news break or a traffic segment, weather, something like that, they might just, you know, th- this weather report is brought to you by such and such office. And, uh, you know, that's just a quick way to kind of uh, do some branding. In addition to your regular 30, 60, 45 second spots, whatever you're doing there. And along with knowing what you're buying, also consider that different day parts are more expensive than others, which means if you're buying something on the morning drive time that's a little bit pricier than, let's say, two in the morning when there's a spot open, just because you're going to reach a uh, higher number of folks. And uh, also consider the time of year. Like right now when I'm recording this, it is about a week out of Thanksgiving. So radio ads are a little bit more expensive due to the holiday season. But they go down in January and uh, then they go back up in February because then you've got Valentine's Day and things like that. So, you know, depending on the time of year, you're going to be competing with a lot of other service industries. And with that comes an increased price point. So one of her other questions and... uh, I think one of the most important ones is how can you know if it works or not? You know, how do you know if it's effective? And the answer is actually really simple. And uh, what I would suggest doing is getting another phone number set up and using that only on your radio ads or, or in addition to, you don't have to be one or the other, um, Directing people to a specific landing page. So instead of, you know, mypractice.com, you can say, for more, visit mypractice.com slash radio or, you know, at mypracticenow.com, you know, to change the address like that and only promote it through those radio ads. And that way, you know that every person that goes to that website or every person that calls that phone number heard about it on the radio. And you know that with 100% accuracy because that's the only way that they could have found that number. And that'll tell you at the end of a month how many people called. And then, you know, through your own system, you can see if they actually converted into patients and, you know, if it was worth spending the time and effort. So tracking the results of your radio spots is really easy to do. And oftentimes when I hear these actually playing when I'm driving or what have you, I'm doing some research. I don't hear that, and it's a shame because then if you're not specifically tracking the effectiveness and the ROI or the return on investment here, you don't really know what you're getting. So I think that is a point that I really want to drive home, and I think that you should take away from this quick talk. And um, something that uh, this client in particular did not ask me, but I think it's worth mentioning, is how to create a memorable spot and you know, with with medical offices, it's not so much about entertaining. Um, you know, you want a good hook in those first couple of seconds to kind of rope your audience in. But then I think it's about sharing not what you can do so much as the results. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can sit there for 60 seconds and say that you are, you know, state of the art and you lead in the, the region and this and that. And that's great. And you should say that. But it should kind of be a secondary point. And what I mean by that is if you can get a patient testimonial to say that this office changed my life or coming here helped my family so much, I recommend it to everyone. And, you know, if you can 
maybe even get a few of those patient testimonials. And you can fit them in just quick sound bites into your 60-second spot. And then you end with all of the benefits of the office and the phone number to call. Uh, I think you've got a pretty good shot at converting a lot of listeners into patients. So with that said, that about wraps it up for this week's audio blog. As always, if you have any questions, you can hit us up on Twitter at Dr. Marketing Tips, or you can leave us a question on the DrMarketingTips.com website. And with that, I want to say thanks for hanging out, and I'll talk to you soon. 